Everybody, after a few takes, we finally got it right. Thank you, Tam, for running those tests with me to get it right. Guys, my apologies for all of that, um, the reset issues. I don't know. I guess I'm over target um, with Podbean because they have been, I have been censored so bad with this platform. Last Thursday, my interview, it cut off um, and left me alone in the room and everybody couldn't get in. Today, it's this um not wanting to play and i had changed anything i haven't changed anything since this morning's show um with sister on scripture it was just working fine so i'm gonna definitely send another complaint into Podbean on this because it's really frustrating 
Um, guys, I am so glad to have this show tonight and glad it worked. And with it being a Monday, it figures that we would be going through some kind of issues. But hey, that's behind us now. It's working. I'm so glad you all bared with me on that. And I'm going to go ahead and start the interview with Shemaine. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Well, good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us tonight. I have a special guest here. Um, I have the famous Miss Shemaine Nugent, who is a very busy woman that took the time out to be with us tonight and just kind of go over um, some things with toxic mold because you know that I've had it right now and she's gone through it. Thankfully, Scott connected us and she is going to be sharing some of her wonderful advice and knowledge and wisdom. So, Shemaine, thank you for coming on, taking the time to be with us tonight. It's absolutely my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Great. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure. I, I'm really honored. You are, you have been an inspiration. I was reading through and I heard your testimony on um, the Godcast. This is official Godcast. And I've heard, um, I watched your Killer House documentary, showed my husband. Um, and so, seeing what you've dealt with and gone through, you have been one that's advocated against the toxic mold and the remediation and and the process of what it is to go through it it's not just one thing to mask it with like kills and stuff like that you've got to fully remove it and get rid of it and take the steps to prevent it in the future so would you like to tell us a little bit about what you experienced um with your walk with the toxic mold sure um It started about the year 2000, just before that, I was getting debilitating migraines and I had been an athlete all my life. I used to race motocross. I was a state champion swimmer twice and I was just very active and I opened up my own aerobics studio. I was teaching about 15 high intensity aerobics classes per week and super active. And then I started getting these debilitating migraines and, and I went to dozens of different doctors and nobody could tell me what was wrong. They, they all pointed to stress. And of, of course we all have stress, but being, you know, growing up is super active. Why would stress be any different for me? You know, and, uh, teaching so many aerobics classes, why would that cause anything else on my body that, you know, why, why am I suddenly getting migraines? And finally, what happened was I used to make chocolate chip cookies. And I, in fact, I say that's why I started teaching group fitness classes because I love to eat. I love to bake. I love to make cookies. Right. And, yeah. and, and um, when my husband would have hunters come, come over, we have a, had a preserve, still have it in Michigan near our home, I would make cookies for the hunters and bring it to the to where they were hunting and just say hello to everybody. And I just had such a bad migraine one day and Ted announced to the group that, you know, Shemaine can't come. She's got a migraine. And he told the hunters there about some of our symptoms and that he was not feeling well either and we couldn't sleep and just little things. And one of the hunters there said, you know what, Ted, just give me 15 minutes of your time and let me talk to you and Shemaine about what might be causing this. And so this guy comes over, this hunter that I had never met before, comes over 
to our house. And meanwhile, if you've ever had a migraine, you know that it's, you don't want to see or talk to anybody. And you, I certainly didn't look the part. I mean, I was really disheveled and let alone somebody's coming to my home when I'm not feeling well. But he, he talked about the symptoms that Ted and I had and that they were very similar to, and he was representing an entire community that all, uh, he was an attorney and all of the people in this community, their homes had been contaminated with toxic mold because of faulty building. And he ended up like trying to find these people help because they couldn't come to depositions. They couldn't do certain things. So he took it upon himself to help them, help them get better. And he, and he suggested that we just go get, go to a toxicologist and get our blood tested and see what happens. And so I went to this toxic toxicologist and Ted and I both had four different types of mold in our bloodstream. And I also had pre-emphysema. to the point where I couldn't teach classes anymore. I could barely walk up a flight of stairs. So at one point I was named Detroit's most physical female going to, I can't even walk up a flight of stairs. Very, very drastic. And that really, uh, that is my, you know, a lot of people say, well, what is your why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this podcast? Why I just wrote a book and it should be out soon. Why am I doing that? Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Because I know what it's like to lose my health and I want to help people so that they don't have to go through the same thing that I did. Yeah. And see, you know, I was thinking when you were mentioning about, you know, you being athletic, you know, the doctors to say it was stress is an automatic. They were just kind of passing the buck because when you're an athlete, um, I'm sure you already know, when, as an athlete, you get those good endorphins released, the happy endorphins where you're not it fights off some of that stress. And that's what's kind of happened in my case, some too, um, that they had passed off this and that. And, you know, and I know a, a lot of what's going on with me and my family now has to be related from, because I traced it back and I thought we had a mold problem in one of the places we were renting. And then we moved here. And that's when I had discovered it just, what, last week, I think it was, when I pulled the, I finally was able to pull the couch out. I was having a good day and of course, spring cleaning and getting back there. And I, um, I'm in an RV. So, you know, those things are basically bolted down to the ground. And when I got back there and was able to see, I was like, wow. And so it really made sense with a lot of the symptoms because my husband and I both, I've always been one that has issues sleeping at night. Um, I'm more of a night owl, so to speak. But recently, I had just been, like, fatigued all day. Mm -hmm. And um, my daughter, that's the one I'm really worried with because she is, uh, she's 18 and a senior. So, she's very active um, with with band and school and different things. But she has started having the headaches and this the mm -hmm. allergy symptoms that goes beyond just your everyday symptom. And, the word disease, you know, it's dis-ease. Your body is 
not mm-hmm. at ease. So that's something it's giving you those signals, but with mold, because it's those spores, I mean, you don't see them, you know, it's like what one one thousandth of a hair. Yeah. One one hundredth of the size, the one mold spores, one one hundredth the size of human hair and its natural defense mechanism is to propagate a million times. So you don't see it. And that's the problem. Going back to what you're talking about with doctors, you know, oh, it's stress. What can you write a prescription for stress? Is there a stress pill? Well, I'm sure there is nowadays. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the human body, I know the human body was designed to function under stress. And I, I, I function better if I have a deadline, if I, you know, I've got to get ready, I've got to do X, Y, and Z before Friday or whatever, rather than oh, what am I going to do today? I don't know anybody who's like that unless it's my, you know, retired grandparents or something that they're just sitting on the front porch in the rocking chair drinking iced tea. I think we are all designed and all love to be productive. And it, that it really makes things worse when you don't have your health. You can't do the things that you love to do with the people that you love. So, yeah, it's, it's so unfortunate. And I'm so glad that, that Scott connected you and I so that I could speak to you and hopefully give you some advice about what to do. And the problem is it's not a one-size-fits-all cure. There is no cure for this. And I'm speaking to you 20, 20 years after we discovered that we had toxic mold in our MTV Cribs home and I'm still battling with it. With it meaning it's not in my home, but now what has happened is I have become like the canary in a coal mine. And I can walk into a home and I've, I'm so, I got so detoxed, I guess you could say. I can smell if we're, you know, standing in a grocery line and I'm a, you know, a couple feet behind you, I can smell if you use downy fabric softener on your clothes. I can smell if you use scented candles or those Glade plugins. We have just become so in so cleaned out, I think, that these chemical toxins, what's going to happen is if you're exposed to them on a daily basis, it's going to create a more toxic load in your body. We all have a toxic load that we deal with that causes headaches and flu-like symptoms and you know, upper respiratory illnesses and things like that, and insomnia, joint pain, fatigue, I can go on and on. But when you add mold, toxic mold to the list, or Lyme disease, things like that, your, uh, your, your system is working overtime. No wonder it's, you know, it's manifesting in headaches and insomnia and things like that. Your body's literally screaming, sending you this red flag, huge red flag, help me. It's, it, it's in a way, it's kind of a good thing. I, I only will say that now after getting on the other side of this, but again, it's a daily, it's a daily process for me. I'll, you know, go into a business and I'll open the front door and I'll go, nope, can't go in there. They use, you know, cinnamon scented candles or something like that. So it, I think it just gives us a, a more discerning outlook on wellness. And it's not just about 
you know, being healthy is not just about looking good in a bathing suit. It's not just about being able to squat so many pounds, whatever you do on yeah. a barbell. It's about how you feel. Yes. And that's what's most important. I agree with you completely there. And that's why I was so, I, I saw that you do the Wildly Well and you've got a, if anybody wants to check it out, go to Shemaine nugent.rocks she's got all her information on there you can get to um the rumble channel i'd miss i don't get to catch your sunday mornings live because usually our time differences are i'm in church at that time but i always love to go back and watch it and and share it and it's great and she's you also you're doing your podcast faith and freedom and you know it's it's really something that god is calling his remnant right now Yes. And like with this mold, you know, it's just something I look at it as something of, of not like of the devil, but it's not, you know, it's not good. And in order to completely cleanse our home of it, we've got to cut it all out, you know, and that's kind of yep. how what in scripture it tells us that, you know, we have to cut out the sin and get rid of it. Well, that's what I'm doing. This, yep. this mold is going to be get, gotten out of here and rid of. So that way our home is clean. And then. I'm more aware now, like we were discussing even Downey. Downey has all the toxic chemicals in it. And I grew up with it thinking, oh, this is, you know, my clothes smell good and feel good. But all of that adds up and it gets into your lymph tissue. And I've got um, Sarah, one of our mods, she does Touch for Health. And so she is going to be coming on um, on Knickknacks. Uh, it'll actually be airing tonight. Um, yours I'm going to have on next week. So, guys, y'all are hearing this a week later. Sorry, but we just had to we fit it in, and I wanted to get it in while she had time. But um, she, all of that builds up in our lymphatic system. Yes. And you can't get, it doesn't just flow out. Once it's in there, it's tough to get it all out, you know, your lymphatic system drained. And then you don't want to go back through that again. You know, it's almost like. As a mom of daughters, I, I had to deal with head lice in elementary school. And I was like, <laughs> after the first time of that, it's like, no, we know what to do. And it's like, we, we, if there's any suspecting, you know, you check or whatever. Well, I think it's really, again, it's all about being aware. And you touched on, a, on so many things I want to I wanna piggyback on. In my book that's coming out in the next couple of weeks, it's called Killer House. And that's going to be available on Amazon in a couple of weeks. And it's also on my website. It will be available on my website, shemainnugent.rocks, R-O-C-K-S. But in it, I talk about spiritual warfare. Of course, I talk about how to recognize, remediate, and recover from toxic mold. And I share with you what I did, some of the alternative, or now they call it functional remedies now, functional medicine that people can do to detoxify their bodies. But mostly it's, a, it's, I won't say mostly, about half of it is my story, my journey. And I share a lot of personal details about my marriage and about the things that I was going through because I do believe that stress can exacerbate these types of situations. And you know what? growing up, I never wanted to be known as the mold lady. I had different ideas, but maybe God had other plans and this is a way for me to help people. But I do believe, Nikki, that this is a lot about, in fact, in my book, I've got a chapter on spiritual warfare. 
do you think it's an interesting connection that the Bible in Leviticus talks about mold and what to do? And like you said, to cut it out. And there are specific instructions on what to do if you have mold in your home. Well, there are specific things. My life has changed so much. And I will say, you know, gosh, if you watch my documentary, it's available uh, at killerhouse.org. And also you can link to it on my, on my website, shemainnugent.rocks. It's not a fun thing. And I know what you're going through, Nikki. We've talked on the phone a few times and texted back and forth. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. And I'm not going to say my life is better because I got sick and almost died. It's just changed dramatically. I'm, I do feel that it is better. I wouldn't want to be the person that I was when I got sick 20 years ago. Because here's the other thing that I've realized. I was um, a people pleaser. I would roll out the red carpet for everybody to walk all over me and then ask if I could make you cookies on top of that. You know, chocolate chip cookies too. Pardon me? I'll say chocolate chip cookies too, right? Chocolate chip and they are good, sister. (laughs) They are good. I'm going to have to have some of those at Bard's Fest. Maybe at Bard's Fest. Yeah, maybe I'll make some. But, you know, it's really, it's changed my life in the way that now I have boundaries. And I'll say things like, I'll never forget, Ted and I were invited to, to go to someone's home. And it was literally, we opened the front door. And we went, we both went, no, we, we can't, we can't come in. I'm so sorry. Can you imagine putting, you know, putting yourself in that situation where a friend invites you over that you, you finally drive over to their home, you open the door and you can't go in. It's very, it it takes, um, a very bold and brave warrior to be able to say, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. And stand up for what you know is your boundary because if you walk into that home and you're smelling the Glade plugins and all those chemical cleaners and downy fabric softener and things like that, and you know at the end of the day, if you spend a minute in that home, you're going to go home with a headache and you're going to feel sick. That's my boundary now. I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. It might ruffle some feathers, but I think that's what God is wanting for us to do and show up as spiritual warriors and in a way training us to have these boundaries and say no I'm 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 not going over there not only not going into a house I'm not going to align myself with people who believe in things that I don't believe in so it's a much bigger picture than just toxic mold you know oh yes definitely and then you know in your home too you've got to make sure to keep you know, any of it out, you know, with like purifiers and dehumidifiers. I'm in the South. You're in the South. We know humidity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know humidity well. So there, keeping that I do, out. I do have uh, uh, an air purification uh, company that I align with called Air Doctor, and I have three of them in my house. So I, I, anything that I, you know, advertise on my website, shemainnugent.rocks or on my podcast on faith and freedom, Sunday mornings on real America's voice and on rumble Sunday mornings at 10 AM, but you can watch the replay. Any of the things that I talk about the products I've tried and I won't ever uh, put something out there that I haven't tried and tested because it's really important to me to, you know, 
wow, if, if I'm going to make a suggestion for you and your health, Nikki, and all of your listeners, I want to make sure that it's something that I believe in. Now, the things that I believe in might not work for everybody. Like Ted and I use uh, these products called Isogenics. That was another another game changer for me. And if your audience wants to find out more about its superfood nutrition, their supplements, and it's changed my life. And neither Ted or I will go a day without them. So if you're if you're um, if your audience is interested, they can email me at wildly well 21 at gmail.com wildlywell21 at gmail.com and the reason is i got i have some information about it on my website but there are products for people who want to lose weight who want to get you know athletes who want performance who want to sleep better who want um you know so many different types i use the uh skincare every single day i have and i think i might have mentioned this to you at 60, I started getting rosacea. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, you know, I thought this was supposed to be the golden years where I can just relax and, you know, embrace the wrinkles. And But now I add rosacea on top of that. And I started using this skincare from Isogenics. I won't go a day without that either. And then you talk about sleep. Ted and I, like, literally, he will get mad at me if I run out of the sleep spray and I don't reorder. Like, we won't go a day without it. So there's some, but my point is, it it doesn't, it might not work for everybody. I, it works for Ted and I, but you might have supplements that work for you. But I have tried, I've been in the health and wellness industry for 40, 43 years. Since 1980, I've been teaching group fitness classes and I've been experimenting with different products and nutrition and supplements. I'm sticking with this. This is where I'm going. So to get well, to have that whole body wellness, you do have to look at what you're eating, what you're putting into and on your body. Your skin is the largest organ that your body has. And if you think of like a sponge, so you put, let's say you put some Bath and Body Works scented watermelon scented lotion on you. Well, that's all chemicals. So then it, it, what happens is we talked about a toxic load and your audience can't see this, but I have a glass of water. It's about a third of the way filled right now. Imagine that just being toxins. And what if every day I added more and more of the toxin load to this glass of water and pretty, pretty soon it was filled up. Your body can only take so much and then it comes out as headaches and joint pain and insomnia and flu-like symptoms and things like that, lupus and inflammatory diseases and so many other things. So it's got to be, whether you're talking about healing from toxic mold exposure, which I guarantee you Everybody has been exposed to toxic mold. They might not know it. The problem is with toxic mold, it's not like you break your arm and you go, wow, my, my bone, it's, it's sticking out of my, my skin right now. I got to go to the hospital. It's not like that. It's you, you end up getting headaches, like you say your daughter has, and you end up not feeling well overall. There's something called brain fog that Ted and I suffered from unbelievably. And it, you just make excuses for it, like stress. Of course, we all have stress. 
but I don't believe the human body was, um, I don't think we have to settle for that prescription of, of stress. I think there are, it's our body's way of telling us, Warning, Will Robinson. Warning. Do you know what I'm talking about there? I definitely, yeah. Is, is <laughs> are, you, are you old enough to know about Lost in Space? Yes, I know those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, though. And, and that is what the body is doing. That's its purpose. That's how God created us to be able, you know, to just like when our children or something like that is sick, we, we recognize it and the doctor can say what they want, but we, we are with them. We see them. We know we're, with our, we're in our bodies, you know. Every day, we know when something is is not right, and that's where it comes into. And you told me about you did the um, naturopathic medicines instead of just going to a traditional um, Western medicine, which is great um, because they want to prescribe things here in Western medicine, whereas the naturopathic doctor didn't. Do you want to? Um, what all did they do? Did they just get you on the more health, like well, holistic well being plan? Or yeah, I'll. I'll tell you about that at, the, at this time the the previous podcast i did is um with a water filtration company that is going to be advertising on my show and water is the key if you're not drinking good water then you know how do you expect your body to flush out these toxins so this is the one thing the major thing that stuck out and i'll tell you about the different treatments that I did. They're not medicines. Medicine, I think, is being man-made. But these are what they call functional treatments or functional remedies. Um, used to be called um, alternative remedies. But anyways, um, one of the big things was drinking out of plastic water bottles. And if you think about it, you know, I'm in, I'm in Texas. We have 100 days of 100 degrees. So you've seen, I'm sure you've seen, if you drive by a gas station, you've seen pallets of plastic water bottles wrapped in plastic sitting outside of a you know gas station, whatever, cooking, cooking, literally cooking in the sun. And when those plastic water bottles are transported, they're not, they're not in cooled containers, they're cooking. So the plastic, the chemicals from the plastic is actually leaching into the water. And you're, you're literally reinfecting yourself with more toxins. So it, to get to, to answer your question, it started with water. It started with getting not, I don't drink out of plastic anymore. Um, there are now, you know, BPA free, um, water bottles that you can get. But back then, 20 years ago, they didn't have that. They were just all plastic water bottles. So I, I did. Infrared saunas, vitamin IVs, and oxygen and massage every single day. And I was in a strict diet. I stayed at this environmental health center for about a month. And I was on a strict diet called a rotation diet, where if I ate chicken on Monday, I wouldn't have chicken for another four days. So that as the chicken would rotate through my body, you could see what you're allergic to. So say, for example, this happened to me. I didn't know this, but I was allergic to vinegar. What? Uh, and when I did the skin test for allergy testing at this environmental health center in Dallas, and I was getting so cleaned out that as I was you know, doing the skin test, 
it was, it had a greater effect on me because I hadn't consumed a lot of the foods that were causing me to have allergies. So when I had the, um, the skin test for vinegar, I literally fell off my chair. Like I'm not, I'm not kidding. It, it hit me that hard. So imagine Nikki, that you're going through toxic mold, um, in your, in your home or somebody who has lupus or somebody who has Lyme disease or somebody who has some, some other type of inflammatory disease. You add on top of that some food that your body's allergic to. It's going to keep your toxic load up and you're not even going to know what, if you try to get rid of the mold, but you're still putting something in your body that's toxic to you, you might not feel better. And at the end of the day, the goal is feel better. So eliminate the, the prescription drugs, which is what Dr. William Ray, Suzanne Summers wrote. She did an interview with him, but he was actually my doctor at the Environmental Health Center in Dallas. He's recently passed away. But uh, that's the first thing that he said when he walked into my room. I'll never forget it. I was literally like I had I could barely walk into the place. I had I was so weak. And I was sipping out of this plastic water bottle. He took it out of my hands and he goes, you can't ever drink out of that again. Because what happened is your body, your immune system has been weakened by toxic mold or again by Lyme disease or whatever it is. There's so many things that we have to be worried about these days that you add yet another toxin, whether it's downy fabric softener, chemical cleaners, plastics, the chemicals in plastic water jugs, whatever it is, you can never feel your best. So the end game is to actually detoxify your body. It's funny because when, let's say I was, it was 2004 when I went to this environmental health center and Ted was on the road. My husband is Ted Nugent, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and when he was on the road, I'll never forget, he, he was doing an interview and he said, yeah, my wife is in detox. And I'm like, dude, you can't say that. That's, that's like, got a whole nother meaning in the rock and roll industry. You know, like, no. You're in rehab, but not I, Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, that's what he said. I'm in rehab. But it really was because I was detoxifying my body using, I was doing um, infrared sauna, vitamin IVs. I used to give myself injections of histamine and glutathione. I was getting vitamin, vitamin C IVs, um, glutathione, magnesium. Um, I got a really good vein actually because of it, but, um, I've been doing that. And, um, there's a, there's a lot of new techniques. There's something called EWOT, E-W-O-T, exercise with oxygen therapy. And I started doing that about 15 years ago. It's where you can be on a treadmill or a Stairmaster. And you're hooked up to an oxygen mask, and the oxygen mask is connected to um, a tank of oxygen. So basically, it's forcing, while you're exercising, it's forcing oxygen into your lungs. So the, again, you're detoxifying your body with pure oxi oxygen. Pure water, pure oxygen, healthy food, clean food. That that's a good recipe for good life and good yeah life. yeah oh that's funny and those that y'all if y'all don't know who Uncle Ted is by now guys <laughs> you're not a B dad or and you, you're under a rock somewhere 
<laughs> it's it's funny because I never know. I, I I never take it for granted. There are people that I would think know who my husband is, but don't. And there are people who I I never thought in a million years they would know who my husband is, but they do. Yeah. But either way, you know, it's um, what I do appreciate about this lifestyle. You can see behind me your your audience can't, but this is a zebra that I harvested, I killed with my bow and arrow in Africa. And I used to, I used to shy away from that, from being a hunter and posting photos of hunts. And we have our own TV show called Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild. And I never really talked about it that much. But lately, Nikki, I don't know anybody who doesn't want to be a hunter and be able to harvest their own food that's not fed up with chemicals and steroids, right? Yeah, and that's just wonderful because, you know, that's how God wanted it to be. You know, that's how he, he created it. And, you know, it, for a while, all the, the activists, the PETA activists, you know, they would they were just obnoxious, kind of like what we're, we're just seeing the new change, new trend, you know, with the obnoxious ones. But... You know, it's a good thing, and y'all eat what you, y'all don't just kill for game, you know, you're killing, y'all are processing and, and eating it. It's not just a sport, but it's it's for food and sustenance, and it's better that you get it out of the wild than what they're putting in our food systems now, especially trying to add the mRNA. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I want to address one thing, though, about hunting, because this is a something that non-hunters bring up often is that, you know, I don't, I've been in this hunting industry so far for 34 years since I met and married Ted. We've been married 34 years and we've had a hunting show for about 30 and I've never met a hunter. I've traveled, we hunted in Africa a dozen times, hunted all over the United States, hunted in Canada. I've never met a hunter who does not eat what they kill, including the zebra. In Africa, it's a different, there's no animal rights activists out in the the African wild, in Hootsprite, South Africa. They need this. They rely on this. And I remember one time when people found out that my husband was a bow hunter, this is the first African trip that I went on with him, and I wasn't bow hunting then. There was such a bad drought that all of this ranch near where we were staying in Hootsprite, South Africa, One um, ranch, all of their animals were dying because there was no water left. So rather than um, all of their animals dying, they had asked Ted to come and hunt so that the healthy, you know, hunt the, I mean, there were, I'll never forget seeing um, these poor animals, just skin and bones, seeing the rib cages and literally you could just touch them and they'd fall over. So we helped harvest the weaker herd so that the strong could survive. And again, there's, it's a big misnomer that, that hunters don't utilize every part of that animal. I mean, look at how beautiful this is behind me. I, I'm, I'm proud yeah, of it. I'm proud to be a hunter and I'm proud that when I, when I go to cook dinner, I go to the refrigerator and I have something that says uh, backstrap or excess deer and it's got the date on it and we know that it doesn't have steroids or mRNA in it. Yes and that's that's a big thing with it you know and it is a beautiful zebra skin back there. Thank and, you. Yeah you're definitely welcome 
my husband's gonna be jealous. I'll tell him, "Hey, I got to see Shemaine's zebra kill because he's heard it. <laughs> you know, heard it about the kill." And we like to do. Um, we have a restaurant here. It's called Saskatoon, and they do wild game. And so we've had the pleasure of being able to try like kangaroo and ostrich stuff that's different that you would normally you know find here. But they do. It's it's almost like farm to table. They go out, they hunt. Um, during the season so they'll shut the whole restaurant down for a little bit go do their hunting and then they bring it back and it's just it's wonderful you know and it's it the taste is so uh, my favorite's ostrich i love ostrich. really i've never had ostrich it's very good it's it's red it's a red meat um but it's it's a uh, not as gamey as uh and not quite like venison but similar um, it's very good. And so if you ever get a chance to try ostrich, do so. I'll give you a little tip. We, uh, I don't know where my book is, uh, but we also, Ted and I co-wrote a New York Times bestselling wild game cookbook called Kill It and Grill It. And, um, so we've been, this is all we do is cook wild game. And fortunately, Ted does most of the butchering. I don't do it. He does. But the, the only time that you... I have had uh, gamey tasting meat is when you can tell that it hasn't been rinsed properly, hasn't been cleaned out properly. And that's one thing that Ted does. I mean, I make Swedish meatballs with ground venison that my grandmother can't tell the difference that it's not beef. Wow. So yeah. that's a, that's a really important thing. It's got to be treated right. And, um, a lot of, a lot of new hunters, I think aren't, aren't, aware of that but that's a really important aspect to hunting is and it takes you know I had somebody tell me one time or ask me why would you want to hunt when you could go to the grocery store and get meat that you know is wrapped in plastic and all ready for you number one it's wrapped in plastic need I say more yeah right you know? <laughs> we just got all over that one with the plastic right. Like, no. right yeah definitely and I you know it's just it's so much better knowing where your food's coming from. That's why I got into um, harvesting. We harvest our uh, chickens and, and turkey. And, you know, it's, I know where they've been raised. I know what they've had to eat. I don't have to worry about what's going in on that aspect because I know what they've had. If I go to the grocery store, you go to read the labels and it's like, nope, can't eat this, can't have this, can't, yep. nope, put it back, put it back. Nope. So then you're left with, you know, just basically your fruits and veggies. And now with that appeal stuff, it's like huh, the fruits and veggies aren't even safe anymore. I know. I, uh, yeah, I, I would encourage everybody to, if they are not hunting or don't know a hunter, to start looking into learning how to shoot a bow and arrow, which I may be doing at Bard's Fest, by the way. I might bring my bow. Let's see if Scott can set up a little target for me. But, um, I, th I think it's really important because, you know, if everybody was responsible for their own sustenance, there would be a lot less wasted food. We don't waste, we don't scrape off half of our food because we know what went into sitting in a blind for hours. And for me, I bow hunt. So how hard do you think it is, Nikki? Have you ever hunted? Yes, I've hunted before. And okay. I've hunted with a bow. So, you have? Yes. I My stepdad, when I was, gosh, I was, it's been a long time, but I still have one. And we, um, he took me, I think I was like 12 or 13 years old. He took me out and we, 
he had us uh, process and clean and everything. It's it's time consuming, and you'll go some days and you're not find anything, and you're right. like, well, there went that day, you know. Well, it's not like you're sitting out there. You get your camo on and you practice with your bow every day, and you go in the blind and. You got to make sure the wind is right for this blind or that. And it's not like you get there, get all set up and go, okay, God, cue the deer. I'm ready now. <laughs> and you wait for them though? to walk 20 yards in front of you and put one of their front legs out. Yeah. It's just, and quarter turn away would be preferable. It's, it's very difficult. But again, you know, it's like growing your own vegetables. You know what it takes. You appreciate it more. And there, I, I think... Uh, you know, right now in the United States, we, we do have an, uh, an epidemic and that is with obesity and overweight, 80% of people in the United States are overweight. So if you could only eat the food that you harvested yourself and I'm, I gotta say, I'm, I'm guilty of, I, I mentioned earlier, I like to make chocolate chip cookies. I love to eat. I love it. <laughs> I love to eat, so I have to. I have to, you know, everything within moderation. But I'm fortunate that I like to exercise as well. But if we couldn't buy chocolate chip cookies at the store, and we had to make them ourselves, or you know, making a meatloaf or whatever it is, I think we would all appreciate it that much more, and there would be less waste, and overall, we'd be happier and healthier. I definitely agree with you on that because, yeah, because you know the effort and time that it takes to, to produce just like that one kill. There's a lot yeah. of work and stuff that goes into that. Gardening is the same thing. There's a lot of play, uh, planning out and then working the soil and keeping the weeds out, keeping it watered, keeping it, you know, the right, if it needs fertilizers, which type of minerals does it need? Is there bugs getting on it? You got to go out at night with a flashlight. You know, there's so many different things that... When people actually go through that, just like with my children, I had them start out um, their first job. I wanted it to be in a restaurant industry so they could appreciate what it goes in to serving other people and being a, of service. Not that you're their servant, but of service to other because being able to, you know, see what it's like on the other side gives you that appreciation like you said the appreciation of what it what it takes you know yeah. my first job was as a waitress and i also worked at taco bell oh bless you <laughs> so yeah i know I, I i've pretty much done everything but i agree with you and, and kudos to you for for doing that and exposing your kids to that because it's it is really important that we do appreciate i mean with all the craziness in the world today I mean, I don't know why I'm whispering, but <laughs> your, your audience knows what's going on, I think. And, and every day we wake up and we go, what is it today? What is going on today? We have open borders. We have millions of fighting age men coming across our borders. And we have mRNA being injected in our food. We have chemtrails in the air. You know, it's, I hate to even think of this, but. It's almost like they're trying to intentionally kill us. So how do we get beyond this besides prayer? We, we have to be active. We have to do for ourselves. You know, God isn't expecting us to just sit there and, and let him take care of everything. He wants us to be active and to be 
um, involved in what's going on in our communities. And we just met, Ted and I met with our mayor uh, last week, and, and we kind of read in the riot act on a couple of things. But I think that's really important for people. If you don't call your elected officials, they work for you. And if you don't like something that's going on in your community, you have to voice your opinion. Because we can't leave it up to everybody else. We, knows, we know what, that, what happens. And Scott's talked about this before. Getting involved, that's where this is going to change. If we start getting involved in our local elections. Yes, definitely. I've noticed some changes even here. from Because I was, I got out of politics. You know, I was just deterred away from it because all the politicians lie, steal, cheat, and, you know, but sweeping it under the rug, it's still going to, now we've got this big mountain of dirt under a rug that we're having to, you know, clean out. And if we all just stay active and involved and accountable, you know, we have to be accountable and responsible for our part in society, in this world, while we're here, um, for whatever time God has us here and is using us here, that's what's really going to make a big difference. I agree with you completely. Yes, I think we were born for such a time as this, as Esther 414 says. And again, you know, going back to this, the beginning of this conversation about toxic mold, I never thought I would be talking about it. I would be spending so much time. I would write a book about it and share my path. I, mean, I had other designs of what I wanted to do with my life. But I think that that is, you know, God is, has been nudging me to be more outspoken about certain things. And I think that it started with toxic mold. I think, you know, I'm, I see people not feeling well. And when Scott messaged me and said, hey, could you help? Could you, could you speak with her? And I went, absolutely. You know, I think we talked that day. We did, but, like almost instantly. It was, I was like, wow, yes, thank you. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> thank you, Shemaine. Well, how are you feeling? Uh, it's still, uh, we haven't been able to leave and get out of here for the week yet. Um, but we are working on getting everything out. And I haven't moved much of the mold stuff around too much because I've got, I'm going to actually look into that um, air doctor purifier. Because I was wanting to find out about, you know, getting a purifier. So that way when we do start, we're going to tape off and just do section by section. Um, like we talked about, and that way the, it doesn't disturb it. So today's been a better day. Um, over the weekend was kind of rough. Last week was very, it wasn't very pleasant last week. But it's overall, you know, now that I know what it is, where it is, and we're working to um, get that fixed, it's it's going. Um, as you can well, tell, I, I hate I will, actually I will say that, that and I, I mentioned this to you, and I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer of the day. But um, things like an air purifier um, are, are band-aids. And uh, what I told you on the phone, the first thing is you got to find the source of the water leak, stop the water leak, and then, yeah, get rid of everything around that. But what happened to us is that it had gone on so far. We, I never saw anything. But my indicator, my, my red flag was that I just kept getting sicker and sicker. But we found that mold had been growing between our walls because of faulty building, because the flashing wasn't installed right. And it was literally like raining between the walls. Oh. So by that time, years had gone by and it had gotten into the duct ductwork. 
and this is back in the year 2000, 2003, nobody was talking about toxic mold back then. Nobody knew how to remediate, and I, we, we were out in the country. So it, it was not a quick fix. We ended up demolishing our whole house. And what I will say to you is not, I don't like saying this, and it's, it, I hope I'm wrong, but sometimes, like for us, I didn't start feeling better until I left. And then I told you, uh, you know, I had some nice things, some nice clothes, but we walked away from that house with just the clothes on our back and then got rid of those too. Because like we said, one mold spore is one one hundredth the size of human hair and its natural defense mechanism is to propagate a million times. So you take, I didn't even take my, my son's baby pictures, which that was the most important thing to me back then because we didn't have all the digital technology that we do these days. But I understand what, what it feels like when people, you know, let's say their house burns down or whatever. It's a horrible thought. And I, again, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But it's also a way that God has taught me on how to detach from those, you know, physical things that we don't really need. You know, I have all the memories in my head. Yeah. My son's baby. And, I, I, and some of my family members were, they actually, one year, they asked me what I wanted for my birthday or Christmas or whatever. And I said, I just want my son's baby pictures. If you were at a family get-together with us, could you send me those pictures? So that's what's most important is, you know, the memories, what we have. And if we don't, unfortunately, sometimes when you take those things that are in a contaminated home, if you take them with you, you're going to reinfect the new place. And you're never going to know if you're really feeling as good as you possibly can or if this is as good as it gets. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm hoping uh, and praying my husband will definitely have a good listen at this. And I showed him the Killer House documentary, and he's he's kind of like some of the guys, you know, he's just like, uh, we could probably just do this or that. I'm like, no, nope. Shemaine said it's all got to go. Well, how about this? Remember what I told you on the phone is I've, I've talked to people that have actually, ha they have a million dollar home. They popped the tent in their front yard and they just lived in the tent. And we did that too. We, we had a fifth wheel that we put in our driveway because when we found out that our house was contaminated, again, this was in 2003, Ted, my husband had signed a deal with, uh, vh1 to do one of the reality shows and we had to do it we had to live there but we got a fifth wheel we lived in our in the fifth wheel on the driveway in front of our house and filmed the whole show during that and i talk about it in my book but if that's what's going to take to pop a tent and try to camp or what i i know what that's like all of a sudden going from a five thousand square foot home to a fifth wheel and trying to live you know and my son was young at the time, trying to maintain some t sense of normalcy. Kids are resilient. And if you explain, look, this this might be a, just a temporary thing. Let's make the best out of it and see how you feel. That will be a good indicator of, you know, how, how bad your house was. Definitely. I agree with you there. And that's what... I am praying I can get him to, to listen, and, and I, I think he will. Um, he's coming around. It's just, I think it was a lot on him at one point to try to take in, and, and, you know, I got to speak with you, 
but then he got the relayed messages back you yeah. know so he's like oh well yes i get that but is it really that bad and then we found a second link um from oh. one of the, the water pipes actually draining down one of the um little seals that kind of screw around you know how the kitchen sink will have the pipe come down and it's got the two pieces and it has the one little screw on that winds up leaking sometimes well yep. one of those was loose and so when we were going through and i actually identified a couple different colors of mold because in one of the bins when we moved some of the carpet back it had been leaking into that and there was like a yellow mold and a uh the black mold of course and then there was some white fuzzy some green we had different oh, i mean there's so many different kinds and there are like hundreds of types of mold and they're yeah. all toxic no matter if it's yeah. black mold or whatever all of them are just uh, they're toxic we're not meant to have those in our body and so i'm just like i want to purge everything and just be like okay i had someone tell me that i could take some pictures of my pictures which was ironic i was like well we got that technology now that's yeah Right. Um, but so I was grateful of that. And then I'm like, okay, I'll just, just leave it all and just go and see. But um, getting to that point to where we're able to do that um, right now was just taking prayers and, you know, getting to where God opens up that spot and, and, and gives us that clear direction. For now, I'm just trying to, you know, hold in there. And um, we did a, a fundraiser thing, a gifts and go, and that's kind of helping some to um to build up to where we know what we've got to to work with plus well what we've got and to be able to take care of it i was hoping to be able to clean out and just replace everything but then it's almost as efficient to go buy a brand new rv as it is to go through changing out everything you know when yeah. it comes down to to the wiping down of things and the furn the furniture you know it, it could get in the crevice of a couch it can get in your food and your pantry and yeah and on, in, in your clothes that you walk around with daily, be careful about a brand new RV. One of the things that we tried to do was w when my husband was going on tour, we, we were basically homeless. And he said, well, let's just get a tour bus. And, and me, Ro Rocco and I, my son Rocco and I could go with him on the road. So we, we got a brand new tour bus. And it was a lot of money. We didn't buy it, but we were renting it for a couple of weeks. And I opened up the door, and I was hit with that fresh car scent, that new car smell. And I went, I can't, I can't be in here. Again, the boundaries. So, and he agreed. You know, and I understand what that's like. Like there are a lot of things where my husband would say, "Oh, you, you know, since when does the fresh car scent? When does that bother you?" And I'm like, "Look, dude." You know, <laughs> This is, and I, sh I was able to show him, you know, look up the ingredients in downy fabric softener, then look up the side effects and you tell me if you want to ingest that. Look up, you know, what a new car smell is. It's, it's basically chemicals from the leather cleaners and what they use to cure the leather that's in the air. And again, you're, you're breathing that in. How is that good for your body? Right, I agree with you. That's that's completely correct. And it's things like that, just like with the plastic, you know, water bottles and stuff, yep. people just don't think about. Well, Shemaine, yep. I look forward to seeing that new book come out. You said we've got a couple more weeks to wait. Yep, yep. And that's Killer House. Y'all can find that on her website, on Amazon. Check Shemaine out on Rumble, guys, if y'all haven't. She has been 
just a wealth of knowledge. And she, um, the Faith and Freedom show, she discusses politics and and faith and has wonderful guests on. Um, and it's always a great show. So check Thank her out you. on that. Yes. It's- Thank you. And that's on Real America's Voice Rumble. Okay, that's really? on their, uh, the Real America's Voice is another platform. So they have realamericasvoice.com and then rumble slash Real America's Voice. And that's where the show is every week, 10 a.m. Eastern. But yes, you can watch it on the replay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you for coming on, Shemaine. Um, My pleasure. I wanted to ask you, we do, I do like Scott does. Um, he led the, the thing with that. But would you like to lead us in prayer for closing out? Sure. I would love to. All right. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come together today to share our blessings and your blessings with others and hopefully educate and enlighten them about this devastating thing called toxic mold. Father, I ask that you bless Nikki and her family with the insight about what their next steps will be and you fill them with your peace and also supernatural health so that we can continue to do your good work. Father, we thank you so much. We praise you, Father. We love you. And we are so grateful that we were born for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Shemaine. And I, uh, y'all, if y'all haven't checked it out, go check out all of our links. I'll get those posted in the chat room for you and on knickknacks. And I will see you guys later. All right, guys. Well, I hope you all enjoyed the interview with Shemaine Nugent. I'll get these links put up in knickknacks, and I will um, also post them below the episode, so that way you can find it. Um, and I'll put the Gifts and Go link under there as well. Shemaine has been, she was a wealth of knowledge, and... Um, just so sweet so kind to just share all of that with us and to help me on this path of getting our health back and um, not only just eradicating the mold but preventing it from coming back because it can come back at any point in time Um, mold is in the air there's a bunch of different mold spores in the air and all they're waiting for is opportunity and so um You know, you have to be able to keep everything dry. In a camper, it's very hard with the windows and stuff because of condensation. So it's something that now that I know about, um, I could definitely plan better and do different things. Um, Norwex, though, I see your comment, Shasha. Norwex is wonderful. You don't use chemicals. You just use water, and it uses silver to clean. Um, because silver is antimicrobial. It's smaller than a hair fiber. Um, and I, I started using Norwex in 2015. It's wonderful. Um, they have the floor sweepers, the moppers, all of that. Um, dusters. Uh, there's one to scrub your, there's like a mitt to scrub your showers. There's all kinds of different things. Um. So check them out. They're wonderful. 
I see we've got somebody here that actually is a consultant, DTPM. So, um, yeah, that Norwex is, is great from what I know. Uh, so check that out. Thank you all for bearing with our issues that we had that Podbean gave me. I'm kind of used to being censored and shadow banned. Just lets me know I need to keep on going a little bit harder because I am exposing truths and bringing y'all information that is going to help. Everybody have a great night. Scott's going to be on at 9 p.m. with Bards FM. He's got an interview coming up soon, too, with Wano Saven. It's a two-part interview. I don't know. I can't recall if he said tonight. Part one was going to be looking at, um, will be on there tonight. But I know it's going to be a two-part interview that he's um, going to be airing. If you have not got your Bards Fest tickets, go get your Bards Fest tickets. I don't know what you're waiting on. Go to bardsfm.com slash, I think it's bardsfest. You'll find it on bardsfm.com, though. Um, thank you for uh, being here with me, everyone. I pray you have a blessed night. For everybody that has donated or prayed for me um, and my family on Gifts and Go, guys, you are awesome. Y'all rock. And I just want you to know how much... I appreciate you. I know uh, we are in a time where things are very expensive and inflation is hitting us all hard. So I know what it takes to earn that money and uh, just know that I am stewarding it the best that I can to get as much done as I possibly can um, to rid this mold. But thank you guys so much. I love you and y'all have a blessed night.
Thank you.